Greetings. You are now dialed in. Please, adjust your frequencies as we delve into conversations about unseen narratives, the beautiful struggle, and the transitions of thought into substance. Welcome to where nothingness ascends into value. You are now tuned into All right. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Before Zero podcast. Uh, today I'm joined with, and I hope I don't slaughter this guy's last name. I know he's gone <laughs> over it with me a couple of times, but I'm joined today with uh, Aaron Savang Sengotai. You got it. Yeah. Sheesh. Okay. Hey, Aaron. Yeah, how, hey, man. How's it going? How are we doing? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. How about you? Not too bad, actually. A uh, little rainy today, so that kind of like um, prevented me from doing all the fitness things I wanted this morning. But hey. Like it's all G. Um, so <laughs> my friend Aaron here, uh, I met him last year, 2020 ish, middle of 2020 in the summer. Um, and we've kind of kept in communication mostly through social media because of the restrictions and because of COVID and all that stuff. Um, but I wanted to introduce him to the podcast uh, because of a particular group that he's been running called Coffee Run. Um, but before I go into that, uh, Aaron, you want to just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me. I've never been on a podcast before. So uh, I hope uh, your listeners find it interesting because <laughs> I, I don't know what I have to say really, but yeah, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm Aaron. Uh, I guess there's a couple of things. Um, I guess uh, I am a physiotherapist but you know i mostly identify first as a runner actually mm. um you know i've got i'm also a husband um you know i was recently a student i'm a little brother um you know i have uh two parents that immigrated to canada in 1979 oh um, yeah okay so, so yeah i'm just um i don't know i guess who i am i have I'm like, I guess a lot of those roles just depends on when you catch me. Yeah, for sure, man. And actually, yeah, you just, um, I think you, what, you just uh, graduated uh, earlier in the spring, I believe it was? Or Yeah, I don't remember. It's been a while now. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? Like, yeah. COVID really just bling, brings things down to a, like, a, like a halt. It feels like time goes like so slow right now. Yeah, so I recently graduated from physiotherapy. Um, so that was kind of my life for the longest time. Mm. But I kid you not, um, I'm glad that I can focus on other areas now. So, um, well, you know, still a part of my life, but um, now it's not all of my life, which I'm actually grateful for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, man. I was uh, I was living that student life for like seven years of my life. So, you mm -hmm. know, I, I know what it's all about. And yeah, once you get, a, once you get out of the uh, education circle, like a lot more and you have a lot more time, time for yourself mm -hmm. and the things you really want to do. That's when the real doors start opening. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So, um, just as I said before, I met Aaron back in like summer. I guess I guess it was like the summer of two, uh, 2020, right? Yeah, it was like um, yeah, sometime around June of 2020. Yeah, yeah, June 2020. Uh, and actually, I was put in um Aaron's presence by my little brother, uh, who at the time told me about this running group that had started over um that meets over. Uh, at the legislation building over in Winnipeg here uh, every what, what was it every Tuesday or every Wednesday I can't remember now yeah we did every Tuesday uh, at 6 30 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Tuesday nights. That was our night. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, actually before I, but before I steal your thunder here, do you want to explain kind of like the concept of coffee run and what it is and what, how it brought people together? Yeah, I guess, uh, just kind of the concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The concept is, I guess, it's always changing every time people ask me. So right now, I'm just going to say the concept of Coffee Run is really just a place for people to meet other people and like form friendships. And whether that be based on, you know, trying to um, improve each other's wellness or just be a support system for one another. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the concept of it um, in the kind of like the main goals. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a bunch of other little things thrown in in there as well. So it's complicated. I, I can't say exactly what, but that that's kind of the the main part of it. Yeah. Well, as somebody who uh, you know, I, I think I was part of the coffee run group for four weeks. Um, <laughs> it was only I, I don't know how long it was running before had because I from the few people I met there they that had been coming since the beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it had been running for uh, four weeks before that, was it? Yeah, like I was looking at the dates. I think it was like June, start of June is when I first kind of put my first post of Coffee Run up. And then the week after that was when we first started. And then right. the, we ended around August when everything kind of uh, went COVID crazy. Yeah, actually, uh, do you want to kind of go into that story about kind of like what happened because you know uh it was for me a very unfortunate thing that it ended when it ended but Mm -hmm. uh, yeah you do kind of want to explain what happened uh with coffee run and covid like (laughs) yeah well i guess like everything else right um we when we initially started um you know it was i think the first outing was six people and then half of them were family members yeah um and then like week after week, it just grew from there. And so we were having like 40 people. We were having up towards uh, 50 people. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, it was getting pretty big actually. And I was like, whoa, I <laughs> um, was pretty proud of that. Uh, and then, yeah, we had one last event. I think, yeah, it was uh, around August. Um, and it was, it was a fitting venue for the last event because uh, we ended it at Central Park, which is a place that I grew up close by. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, we were kind of like seeing what was happening with COVID and we were kind of anticipating we probably should shut it down. So yeah, we just since then, we've kind of uh, been on hiatus in terms of public events, but right. um, trying to stay active in other ways. And yeah, just, just trying to survive like everyone else during COVID and um, try to keep the spirit of coffee runs still alive for sure actually um Mm -hmm. and actually uh i can attest to uh you had mentioned earlier that you had originally started coffee run as a way to provide wellness and um um give people a place to socialize and Mm -hmm. you know what uh and if i could just tell a little bit of my experience with it um when i heard about coffee run uh Mm -hmm. it was during one of the most probably mentally taxing times of the year because i think everybody was just realizing how intense covid was like you know obviously 
we were heading, we were, I think we were already in lockdown at that point, but it wasn't at the point where our numbers were getting crazy, right? Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. Right before that spike happened. And also, um, what was also happening at the, at the time was the Black Lives Matter movement was happening um, mm-hmm. as well. And so for me, um, it was just, there was so much emotional baggage being created from the year. Uh, not to mention that, like, you know, I, I, I live at home with my family, but like, you know, I didn't have like a lot of friends to see or a significant other at the time. I, well, I actually still don't have a significant, significant other right now, but whatever. <laughs> but it, the coffee run actually mm-hmm. for me was like a very therapeutic, uh, it was a ther- very therapeutic experience. Like, um, yeah, there were some people there that mm-hmm. I knew, but it was just the fact that I was going out there, seeing other people get active, becoming active myself. Um, and actually learning, like actually learning things about running, which was actually a happy little surprise. Like, um, yeah, no, it was a great (laughs) experience. And I think, um, for me, it was an important part of 2020 because it kind of like really helped me see a little bit more of the positives and the good that could happen in the year, just because there's just so much, so much going on in the world that made it very hard to go to sleep uh at night like with like 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 feeling like okay and coffee one was feeling one of those things for me that kind of like helped me take my mind off of it for just for just a little bit of time and it's just an hour every week right but it was enough you know Mm -hmm. yeah thanks for saying that because um yeah i don't know as you were talking i had a huge smile on my face (laughs) (laughs) but um I guess just to kind of go back into like what it is and how it started. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of, that was always my goal. Like, I think it was maybe two years ago, I was in the kitchen talking with my, um, my wife and my brother. And then, um, yeah, I was thinking about making some sort of run group. I hate the Mm -hmm. word club. So I I don't know. I I never use the word club because I hate kind of that association with like, you know, clicky environments or whatever, yeah, or exclusive it, it sounds, environments. In, it kind of sounds inclusive, I suppose, if you call it a club, right? Yeah. So I always was thinking about like starting a run group. So I don't know, like I've got this paper, I found it for you. It's like your readers can't listen, but I don't know. I used to just jot down random ideas. Oh, and man. Then, so this run. was years ago. And I, yeah, so I actually, so it's pronounced philo run. And then uh, I guess translation, I think it's a Greek or something. Part of it, the translation was beloved run. And I was oh, like, yeah. so I was like, oh, maybe that's what it could be called. And then um, I showed my wife and she was like, phyllo run. It reminds me of the, the phyllo pastry. Yeah, the phyllo. <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I don't know. So yeah, I was just like, I was thinking, I was always thinking of doing like a run group. Um, and yeah, it's the thing is running was a super special thing for me through my life. Um, it got me through so many hard times, mm. um, just through, you know, just, just life, you know what I mean? Everyone's going through their own things. Yeah. Um, so for me, I just wanted to find a way to share that. So then I was like, um, I was a little bit hesitant cause I'm more of a introvert. Um, so I was like, should I do it? And then I was just always going back and forth, but then I was like, man, it's done so much for me. I was like, if I don't try to make it more available to everyone else, I would be like, that'd be a mistake on my part. So I was like, forget it. Forget like how shy I am. Forget how introverted I am. I was like, forget. 
all that. And I was like, I'm going to do it. So then, uh, yeah, I started thinking of ideas, writing stuff on, on paper. And then, uh, yeah, I was like, I was brewing coffee. I had my AeroPress in front of me. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I was like, I was like, how can I get this group as big as possible? <laughs> and I, yeah, I was brewing coffee. And then I was like, yo, man, <laughs> coffee business is like bulletproof. And then <laughs> I'm like, and then I know what running can do for yeah. people like physical and mental wellness. Yeah. Then I'm like, yo, this is perfect combination. And then, so I looked at my brother, I'm like, yo, coffee run. And he's like, he's like yeah. He's like, it's very, he's like, he's like, yo man, it's coffee. You can't go around with coffee. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was really funny. Cause I was talking with my brother. Cause he, it's funny. Cause he never went to any, I, I think he showed up to like one coffee run or something like that. And then um, after I ended up going, um, yeah. Uh, I showed up to the rest of them, but it was funny mm-hmm. because like uh, when he told me, he was like, "Hey, you should join this thing called Coffee Run." I was just like, "Coffee Run?" And he's like, mm. "I'm like, what is it?" And he's like, "Well, some people will gather, they have coffee, and then they go for a run." And I'm just like, <laughs> "God!" Like, and I was just like, I couldn't wrap my head around it because I'm like, it sounds so simple, but it also so, sounds so appealing. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, um, exactly. And uh, it's actually really interesting because I think I missed one. Uh, and it was like the one coffee that they had was like the, it was the Vietnamese coffee, or the Vietnamese yeah. iced coffee. And so yeah, basically, uh, I remember my my buddy Chris posted that on his his Instagram, and I see the Vietnamese iced coffee, and I'm just like, oh my god, I missed that one out of all the ones I had to miss. Like, um, but yeah, no, it was um, <laughs> mm-hmm. another interesting thing about the actually the the coffee run too that like you know I get to tell you about how like me and my brother were talking about it, and also um, I would talk to some of the people that. Um, I uh, met and some people that I already knew and it's just like and this yeah. is cool because like you, you don't get to hear these conversations obviously because you're running it but then you don't get to talk to everybody but it's just like every single time um, uh, somebody mentioned coffee run to me like every single time I met somebody new or got somebody else to come that I knew I would always get a question like, you know, Tuesday morning or like Monday night saying, hey, are you going to go to coffee run like next week and all that stuff? And there was like actually pure actual excitement and anticipation for every single week uh, that I was noticing among my friends and the people that I knew. Um, And the cool thing was too, like a lot of the people that uh, I had gotten to come out um, really understood the whole accessibility of it because... Uh, if you if you if for anybody out there that's like never attended um, the diversity and like the people that showed up was just like literally every walk of life, like all ages, like all kinds of different disciplines. And a lot of people, I think, saw that on your social media and also through pure word of mouth. And it just like was just appealing to the person maybe who had never run once or just didn't run very often. And they're just like, yeah, this is something I could do. Right. Right. Yeah. So I just wanted to like, I, sorry, yeah, I just wanted to just like let you know about like yeah, those little things that you don't get to hear because you yeah. run the whole thing, but yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, thanks for saying that. Like, because I've never heard that before. So like just to hear like you tell me that or other people tell me that, like I do hear stories, like people tell me things like that. Um, yeah, again, honestly, that I just got a huge grin on my face because um, yeah, like that's part of the reason I did it. Right. Like I wanted to share running with other people. And, um, I don't know if you've, there's this article I'll send it to you later. Um, mm-hmm. but it was after the, you know, the Ahmad Arbery thing in the States. Um, and just even with my own experience with running, mm-hmm. like it's kind of like a love hate relationship. Right. So, <laughs> 
Uh, the thing is with school too, it kind of got even com- more complicated because once I started learning more about the body and you know how things actually work, mm-hmm. I was like, I was just, I guess, um, yeah, I just came to the realization like running, everyone always thinks it's like ultra accessible, ultra, yeah. ultra fair. Like everyone can do it. You yeah. go outside your door and run, right? But like, yeah, through my years of personal experience, that wasn't the case. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of barriers to running and it's really public today. Like we know that, right? Yeah. Like um, when I started running, I didn't mm-hmm. see no nobody looking like me running. I saw right. people looking like me running like in high school or for track events, but I didn't see people running long distance. I didn't, people just, I didn't see people just going outside. Hey, you want to go for like a, a 30 minute run to to improve our health, to make each other feel better, to help <laughs> each other have friends. Like I yeah. didn't see none of us doing that, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, why, why are none of us doing that? You know what I mean? So like there was none of that going on. So then mm-hmm. what I did is I checked out like a couple of the running rooms. And again, I, like I mentioned to you, I'm an introvert. Um, I'm really shy. Um, and yeah, I would walk into that room and be like, you know, I don't have any running gear. I just got like a regular shirt on, whatever, regular shorts, sweats sometimes. Yeah. And then I would walk in there like, and then sometimes I'd be like, oh, people would be looking at me and sometimes I'll feel like, oh, like I'm here to run. And then they'll be asking, yeah. can I help you? You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I remember <laughs> experiencing something somewhat similar to because um, uh, actually me and running actually also have somewhat of a complicated relationship because uh, one, I'm a former smoker. And two, mm-hmm. um, I used to hate running. Uh, mm-hmm. It was something. Uh, I also have eczema, so every time uh, I would sweat, uh, which if anybody doesn't know, eczema is like a skin condition where my skin's like pretty much doesn't hold moisture very well, and so I can get very itchy and flaky and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And so sweat and heat really help exa- like really exacerbate my condition. Um, mm-hmm. And so I strayed away. I, I I really didn't like doing a lot of strenuous physical activity. So if I ran and sweated and got really hot or whatever, like it would really exacerbate my eczema and make me very itchy and uncomfortable. And I tried to avoid that. And, uh, but then my dad, uh, he threw a sponsorship through his company. Like my dad's not exactly the fittest dude ever, but like for his age, he's a pretty avid runner. Um, but Mm he, um, would sign me up for the Manitoba marathons there. And so, um, you know, and at the time, like, I wouldn't say that me and my dad had, like, a strained relationship, but I wouldn't say we weren't as close as we are now, and I attribute a lot of that to just learning how to run better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, I, again, like, uh, I remember the first time I pulled up for a 10K run uh, for the Manitoba Marathon. I entered the, the 10K division, and I was looking around, and I just saw all the gear that people had and all the shoes that people had, um, and I was just like, Oh my god! Like, am I cut out for this? Like, um, like, look at that guy. He's got like a like a backpack full of water and the tube going into your mouth and all that stuff. Um, and then yeah. I saw this one lady wearing gloves. I'm like, why the hell is she wearing gloves? Like, what do you need gloves to run for? <laughs> you know, yeah, stuff like that. And they that. got Star Trek watches and everything. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, but and so I, I understand what you mean by there being a little bit of a barrier to entry. It definitely doesn't feel as normalized as i feel like it should be i know for me like and uh no offense to any of my friends listening out there um i could probably count on one hand the amount of people that i could reliably ask to go running (laughs) like um with me 
at any given point or time or even just biking like it's tough i mean i i know people get busy but then it's uh i'm finding less and less that like um being active is uh not something that i feel like the everyday person really puts out there or has as part of their, of their routine and it can mm-hmm. be a little and for somebody who uh like yourself um really enjoys or is very passionate about it it can feel pretty I guess isolating or alienating almost, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, you touched on a lot of good, like, I guess, points or just kind of experiences that, yeah, a lot of people go through. And then the thing is, once I started, uh, I mentioned, like, once I started going to physiotherapy, the whole reason I went into physiotherapy was um, to help people, right? To improve people's, like, wellness. And then I was like, and then I'm, and then I'm so like, I'm thinking, you know, if you run, you're improving your lungs, you're improving your heart, you know? So why are all my friends who are, you know, it is what it is. My friends are Asian. My friends are predominantly Asian, but obviously, you know, um, it's like, I do obviously have other networks, but you know, then my immediate family growing up when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. people who look like me, but the right. thing is, no one, no one is working out their lungs. No one's working out their heart. We're always playing basketball or playing, which is fine. We're playing basketball. We're playing, you know, other team sports. But it's like, hey, but running is not for you. And really, I, that's why I was saying I have a love-hate relationship with running because I was just like, well, like, what's going on? Like, why is the one sport that literally improves your organs of life not being... Um, made more accessible to to everyone you know so i was like so that really just kind of triggered me i guess and then that's why i was like hey coffee run's gonna change that yeah you know it's 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 actually really interesting that you mentioned um you know how like it's it's such it's such an obvious thing right like your lungs and your heart are literally improved by running Um, yeah exactly (laughs) and the the two things the, the two things that you need the mo- well, minus your brain, um, yeah. that you need the most to survive, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but and, and so, actually, going off of that point, uh, mm-hmm. you are now a graduate from um, uh, with a degree in physiotherapy, um, yeah. and you've taught touched a little bit on uh, on why you got into it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, talk to me about like how physiotherapy should affect and how it should be kind of like looked at by the everyday person. Because I feel like there is, like we discussed before, a barrier to entry to understanding that. And uh, let me just give a little bit of example for like my listeners out here. Um, I went to, I think the very first coffee run that I went to, uh, I think it was your brother running us through how to run properly, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, in my head, I'm like, all right, you know, you know, you put one foot in front of the other and that's about it. But there's so much that involves, like, you know, having a proper gait and, like, uh, actually thinking of the act of, like, putting your foot forward in a purposeful way, right? Mm-hmm. And that small action of, like, thinking about putting my foot for- forward properly actually helped increase the strides I was taking when I was running. Um, minus someone, for example, I remember during one of the coffee runs before, um, your brother had talked about how how some people sway their legs back when they run 
And so they don't really cover that much distance. And I've like realized that I was doing that. I'm like, God, it's so simple. But then when you actually think about it, like it makes sense, right? Um, right. So yeah, like I, I just want to ask you about like how should things like that, how should physiotherapy be looked at by like the average everyday person? Back when Coffee Run was still starting in its early ages, like I was still a physiotherapy student. Um, yeah. So I'm graduate. I'm a graduate now, and I'm. The thing is, I want to say now, there is no proper way to run. <laughs> so I was teaching you guys the wrong stuff. <laughs> Whoa, what? Well, I mean, well, it helped. I mean, it definitely felt better to run using some of the stuff that I learned. Well, I would not say wrong stuff, but there, there's no perfect way to run. So there's, there's ways you can get more efficient and there's ways you can reduce injury risks. So that's still valid and that's still true. So mm-hmm. um, I'll just say that. But there's, there's no proper way to run, right? There's just... You run the way you run. And if you've been running that way your whole life, which I like better, um, it's like, go run. Like, there's no, it's, it's better that way in terms of like, you do you, right? Like, don't yeah. let anyone tell you how to do things, right? So right. I actually love that. Um, and, you know, there's just new research that shows that. So, um, yeah, I wasn't exposed to that research before, but I'm glad now because that's just another kind of message I love, you know? Um. Are you actually part of taking part in sort of that research? Because I think you had mentioned to me that right now you're you're um, doing biometrics, right? Uh, no, so I've taken course um, certifications in physio uh, through physiotherapy uh, as a student and through different physiotherapy organizations that offer, um, um, I guess, like additional learning or courses on um, running so yeah i am taking professional development courses for running so mm-hmm. i do like biomechanical gait analysis i do stuff with um run um, training running exercises a lot of stuff that is applied to physiotherapy i i do do a lot of professional development in that in that sense what does like your typical client look like is it somebody who is already a seasoned runner or an athlete or are they just kind of people from all walks of life um, yeah, so it could be the, the whole spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. So it could be a person like I have, you know, patient a right now who is running 60 to 70 miles a week. Um, oh, right. and I have patient, you know, Zed who is just starting and they're, you know, they're looking to do their first 5k, you know? Right. And then right, I have right. patient kind of in between who's like, Oh, running. I've never been exposed to running before. It's never for me. And then that's when I'm like, why not? <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and then like coffee run. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever um, it does but, come back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's, it's everyone people, you know, and then, yeah, there's, there's just uh, everybody. There's not just one person. There's everybody. So, right. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it's just, it, I'm just touching on the dis- discussion we had uh, long ago. Well, not that long ago in, in the DMs there um, mm-hmm. about how, you know, the average person doesn't think I like, you know, the average person who has working legs and maybe is like slightly active. I don't think they immediately think I need physiotherapy or I should be using physiotherapy at the moment because I'm healthy. Right. I feel right. like a lot of people think that you need physiotherapy if you've been in a debilitating accident or, um, you know, you have a problem with your body somewhere, right? But um, I feel like you've been for the longest time trying to get out there that is not just for people who are injured or not who are people who um, don't have the ability to move properly. Like it's for everybody. Right. Oh, yeah. So for sure. Like, I think Matt, 
Manitoba, they did a, um, like a advertisement campaign for physiotherapy. And it's like, I think it was, you don't need to be injured for physio. I believe it was some, it was something along those lines. Right. And that was great. And that was great. But yeah, it's definitely true, right? For like physiotherapy encompasses so many things. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, whether you're injured, um, whether you're something is holding you back from doing whatever it is you need to be doing, mm -hmm. um, physiotherapy can help. Um, so whether it's improving your function, improving performance, mm -hmm. um, reducing pain, um, all these avenues. So right. yeah, I think it's really important that people realize and that's why I got into the profession. I liked the ability to help people before they were in a acute condition, right? Mm. So it's you have a, a chance to intervene before things get too bad. You can change right. someone's lifestyle, right? Right. Actually, um, I just had a. I've been curious because you uh, mentioned uh, gait analysis, and that's something you were trying to pitch to me earlier. Uh, mm -hmm. Just out of curiosity, uh, what is gait analysis, and how could it help me improve uh, what I'm doing right now? Yeah, so like gain analysis is, is really cool because uh, for me, the biggest value is once you see something, kind of step back and see it for yourself. And especially if it's you doing it, mm. um, just kind of learning what is happening is kind of the first step um, to improving what it is. So when we're talking about running, um, what it is, is, you know, you come to the clinic. I'm at Harborview Therapy, just so everyone knows. <laughs> okay, <laughs> shout, yeah, out, yeah. shout out to Mark, Mark uh, Malabuyak. He's a longtime physio there, um, and he's a great physio. But anyways, um, you come to the clinic, um, you do your run, and we use this. I use this app, and you get this slow motion video analysis of, of your running. And then we do a running intervention to help improve safety when running, minimize risk of injury, improve efficiency and performance. Um, mm. And then we layer on top the old running um, gait that you had prior. And then we just compare and contrast and talk about the biomechanical uh, implications of, of what it means to your body when you're running. Right. Um, so yeah, we, that's kind of the meat and potatoes of gait analysis. And then mm. um, what's cool from that is from just learning and watching and just not even doing anything, just watching that one video um it's like learning anything once you see it once you can visualize it in your mind right um and i find a lot of people find uh that that is kind of like the eye-opening kind of thing for them and that makes me really excited to come in for mine once i finally like get that organized because yeah, yeah. um one of the things that i know for me like uh as somebody who's just like probably i'm, I'm not gonna lie this is probably the most active summer i've had in a long time in terms of running biking just making sure that i do something active every day Mm. Um, but I'm beginning to notice that like, you know, like I'm 31 and I'm not getting any younger and my body is not, uh, getting any younger either. And like, I'm beginning yeah. to notice all the little creaks and pains and aches of age, like it's beginning to sort of somewhat start setting in. Right. And that's when I'm like, I think that's when I'm like, maybe catch it like, uh, preemptively, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, for sure, for sure, man, I, I'm looking forward to when I come in to do mine and I can't wait to see what the hell's wrong with me. <laughs> no, and it, it's not about finding what's wrong because everyone is a little bit, you know, again, that's the cool part about the body. Everyone's a little bit different and everyone does things a little different and that's okay. Right. Right. So the, the goal of gait analysis isn't to change the person or the way they're moving. The goal is just to make you more aware of, 
um, the consequences of, of what you're doing. And if right. you want to change that, you've got the power to do it. I like that. Yeah, yeah. If if you want to change that, you are make people aware of their ability to do so. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, actually. Exactly. Um, cool. So yeah, no, I'll be uh, once I get my all, all my ducks in a row, I'll definitely be checking it out myself at Harborview. So um, yeah, expect yeah, me one sure. of these days. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Awesome. Um. So there was uh another conversation we've had like you know off air, uh, talking about kind of like I don't want to say it's like the cultural stigma of ex- exercise. But again, we had a small discussion about how we kind of feel like it's not exactly something that's pushed out there um, mm-hmm. as something that should be, I, I suppose, normalized. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. why, do you, why do you think that is? Do you mind if I'll just stick to running specifically because that's kind of my thing? Yeah, yeah, but, sure. You no know, problem. The running is the ultimate exercise, right? Yeah. Um, and oh, Sorry. Quick question here. Why, why is running the ultimate exercise? Running is, for me, <laughs> I should frame that, the <laughs> ultimate exercise. Um, because one, um, we can talk about all the physical benefits, but first of all, we'll just talk about the kind of, um, social kind of benefit of it and mental well-being of it. Right. So uh, you, you know, one, it puts, it puts you outside as long as we're talking about running outside. We're not talking about running on a trip. (laughs) Yeah. 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 yeah, True. You know, it puts you outside and then it's like, you know, you're doing something that you did as a kid. Like we all ran, all of us run. Mm. And like some of the best things you remember as a kid are like just playing tag with your friends, right? And just yeah. running around being kind of free. Yeah, yeah. So like for me, that's the first kind of thing. Um, mm. Just the mental aspect of it. And um, like I said, I've, it's got me through a lot of difficult, hard times. And I found a lot of strength through running, um, running alone for three, four hours at a time. will do that. It takes you to different places that you didn't know was inside you. And it's like, you discover more about yourself, right? So um, the mental aspect of it is huge. Mm. Um, So I used to always run alone, but then now the social aspect of it, like now through coffee run, through just running in general, I've Mm. met so many new people. Um, I've made so many connections in life that I would never have made. And everyone who knows me, they know, like I ask advice for everything from everyone and there's no way i would be where i'm at in my life without all the people that i've met so there's only for me i attribute it to running because i've i've met so many people who've helped me get where i am today right like, and if i didn't run i wouldn't have any of that right so it's like physically mentally and socially yeah. taking you taking you from place to place to place yeah exactly yeah. and then and, and there's another thing too like i was back then like I wasn't a very confident person either. It was just like, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? I'll go to school and I'll just finish whatever I can finish. And I'll just take the easy way out. Right. And then mm-hmm. once I started running and then once I started like doing a 5K race, doing a 10K race, doing half marathon, doing marathon. After right. that, it's like you start saying to yourself, yo, if you can do that, it's like, well, why can't you do all these other things? So then, yeah, that's where all the it's kind of like a physical representation of, of what you can do. Right. Not so that gave me a lot of confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Not to sound too corny, but like, yeah, that's, that's a pretty beautiful thing, man. Not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, like that aspect of it. And then if you go into the physical health aspect, again, we talked about it, like ultimate body control exercise, like you, you're coordinating all four limbs, your core, your trunk, mm-hmm. your demanding 
all this energy from your muscles yep. and you got to do it in a coordinated way. If you, if you, you know, if, if, if racing and speed is a factor, like you've got to time that stuff perfectly. And mm-hmm. the amount of coordination that is involved in the body to do that is amazing. So, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's like a physical, like, it's, it's just amazing. The body running is amazing. So that's another thing too. Like, that's why to me, it, it is the ultimate exercise. You know, I remember uh, the first time I completed my first half marathon. And mm-hmm. um, prior to that, I had run a, like about four 10K marathons. And so for this one, this was like a new horizon for me. This is like a new, like a new distance that I've never run before. And it was the mm-hmm. Manitoba Marathon of all things. Like I had never trained <laughs> to run 21.5K, right? Yeah. And I remember uh, we had just entered Jubilee and I had rolled my ankle and... Uh, I was just like, at that point, I was just like, oh crap, I'm screwed. Like, uh, I'm not sure how I'm going to make the, like the last like six, seven K or it was probably more than that. Actually, if you hit Jubilee, that's like the halfway point, I think. Um, and, uh, the entire time, like I was exhausted. I had never been, I don't remember the last time I had been that exhausted in my life. <laughs> and, um, I was just, I remember my mind telling me, it's like, you know what? You can just stop. Like, no, no big deal. Nobody would blame you. Like, there's tons of people passing you by anyway. It's all good. And then I remember the other side of my mind was just like, no, 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 no. If you stop now, you're not going to get back up. You got to keep going. You got to do it. You got to go. And um, that part of my mind eventually won and pushed me through to the end of the race. And I just remember, yeah, my legs paid the price, but boy, does my heart and my mind just feel so fulfilled from like finishing that run. Like, (laughs) but, um, um, what we actually, before we went on that huge tangent about, uh, on why running is the ultimate exercise, we were trying to talk about why there's a little bit of a, um, cultural, I guess, a a stigma towards getting out exercise exercise Mm -hmm. yeah um so can we let's open up about why that might be and why that is kind of perceived yeah so yeah i think i said i was going to stick to running for example so yeah it's like it's no the main one first is like dollars right and like there's a everyone thinks it's cheap to run but it's it's no longer true Mm -hmm. like if you want to get shoes that are kind of you know quotations runner runner shoes you know it can cost you up to 200 dollars. and if you really want to get those cool shoes that everyone's wearing now it's going to cost you maybe up to 300 dollars. right so like marketing the media has a huge thing to do with it right so mm-hmm. um if you look at this is like i don't know i i just kind of read these articles but if you look at nike if you look at new balance if you look at adidas if you look at um on running like the have you heard of on running? It's like another, it's just, I think it's a Swedish company. I'm not sure. Actually, not I might be sure. That no, I don't think I have, but I'll have to look it up. But anyways, all these running companies, like, like it's, they're all run by predominantly Caucasian men. And it's like, mm. this is kind of like the people that are marketing to the running industry. And it's, it's been like that for a long time. I, I asked one of my friends to go run. And he's like, it's like, man, I'm not an old 40 year old white guy. <laughs> and wow. That's yeah, I guess so. Really. Like, that's who have like accessibility barriers. That's, you know, that's, that's the main one. Um, and then there's also like that trickles down to other things. Again, like we talked about earlier, when I was growing up, I didn't have anyone to go run with. I was mm-hmm. just doing it by myself till I, till I had the kind of, you know, 
I guess I was just kind of whatever. I'm just going to go join a club, right? So yeah. if there's no one doing it around, well, what what else are you going to do? You're probably not going to rule run. You're going to do what everyone else is doing. Yeah. So, you know, those are other barriers too, right? So, yeah. Um, you know, now that I think about yeah. it, uh, whenever I see an ad for, you know, let's say Nike or uh, like Nike's new cross trainer or something like that, um, you know, I look at the people that the, the people that they feature in the commercials and it's always like the f- most fittest people, the people that look like they can break like fitness records and all that stuff. And I'm just like, dang, like, um, I don't feel like I'm going to be anything like that if I put these shoes on. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, um, and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and again and again, like kind of relating back to what I said earlier, like, um, you know, for the people who are out there buying all the super specialized running gear and everything like that. And you come across and you're just, you're, you know, like, uh, like average Joe, just trying to just start running for the first time. And then you see somebody just at peak performance in like thousands of dollars in running gear. And you're just like, Oh boy, that's, is that, is that what it takes? Like, you know, to be mm-hmm. a quote unquote runner or identify as one, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, very interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like these messages that we always get, right? Like they're very powerful. So, like, yeah, if you open up Runner's World magazine, um, Canadian Running magazine, whatever, any magazine you look at, it's always these same images of you know typical person you would expect. And it's like, again, for me, I have a huge issue with it because you know I've I like many other people in in, in like the healthcare industry or you know whatever world. It's like we know these things are good for you and why, why aren't we making it more accessible to everyone else? There's right. a problem there. You know, and it's like, if I'm not afraid to talk about it, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be kind of um, trying to say, you know, everyone is, is not doing a good job of it, Yeah, but I'm just trying to do my part in making that better. Right. For sure. Um, and Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and I was just gonna say, you know, and it'd be it would be really great if we saw more advertising that was geared towards um, people trying to access that entry level. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, like may- maybe it's been done, but I haven't seen it in a long time. Where, let's say, there's a Nike commercial where it's like literally somebody confronting their own, you know, like let's say they've gained a lot of weight in like the last couple like weeks or months or whatever and they are attempting to get fit for like the first time ever and trying to attempt to exercise and maybe like a time lapse of like their progress throughout the months uh and their continual improvement might be more of an appeal to somebody versus just showing people who are already at peak performance levels (laughs) you know right yeah that's true and it's getting better now and there's a lot of diverse run clubs that are out there Mm -hmm. and even just in multimedia and stuff like that mm-hmm. but even still sometimes it it comes off as like like just having a token um you know bipoc individual on on there and it's simply just oh just check that box we, we're doing it but it's like you mm, know there's always yeah yeah even like there's like as a you know as a son of like a a, a family that immigrated here there's always levels to everything so even when you have colored people in certain different institutions or organizations, typically it's those people are very privileged people in, in their own groups. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And so it's, it's not like, 
like, yes, maybe you might have representation in terms of that sense, but you know that it's not really a true, true, I guess, representation of, of, of having someone from, from that ethnic group. You know what I mean? No, no. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, you've, you've, you've taken the best of the best versus something that's more accessible to the average person of that, let's say community or that representation of people. Right. Exactly. So yeah, it's, there's a lot of barriers. I am. And, um, honestly, that's why, like I told you, uh, with coffee run, while I am very shy and introverted, I'm not shy about asking anyone to come to coffee run. Yeah. And, you know, probably people probably think I'm annoying at this point, but I'm just reaching out as much as I can because I you know, know for me, uh, with coffee run, I, I'm always trying to reach out to as many people as possible. You know, you, if, um, based on, from what I saw at the coffee runs, you never would have convinced me that you were an introvert based on how you carried yourself. you know and how passionate you were about it so i mean it's really interesting it's really interesting learning that you're i mean like i could kind of glean that you're a little bit of an introvert when it comes to talking about anything else other than what you're passionate about but then hey like nothing wrong with that man like it's just who you are who you are like and nothing wrong with that absolutely nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that um speaking of which um like um bringing back to coffee run um Mm -hmm. like it's I know that it hasn't been since August since we've actually had a proper gathering of like the actual uh, running group. Um, but uh, we have or you have tried to keep it kind of going. You've kept the spirit of it alive on social media for sure. hundred um, percent. What are some things that you've been doing actively on the coffee run uh, Instagram, at least to keep everything going? So, yeah, we're not we're just trying to be as active as possible so we've tried to do some zoom sessions yep um we've had some exercise classes uh we've had people join us for some yoga things online um we've really focused on like i'm kind of an amateur photographer so i like doing photos and just kind of featuring members and featuring the diversity of our members Mm -hmm. so you can I like I like to think well what I'm most proud of is yes we have people of all you know colors but at the same time we have people of different let's say um you know confident people to less confident people people who would mm-hmm. say they they're kind of gamers people who would say they're kind of bookworms people who would say they're kind of um you know it's it's kind of like high school again but the thing is everyone is friends yeah, actually, yeah, no, I, I remember, I definitely 100% remember that being a theme from the people that I've met. Like, mm-hmm. there were, one of the, one of the things I really like to see was that there were actually people who were just like, yeah, like, I don't run, but I'm here, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that was the, that is like the, the spirit of, of it all. That's what I love. Like, mm-hmm. you could see anybody and be like, yeah, I'm here, I'm here to, to, to do coffee run. I was like, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. And was, so you wouldn't and, expect that person to be to be a runner. But yeah. That's the thing. Like that's kind of one of the things where I want to make everyone. Well, everyone is a runner. So yeah. And it was it was cool too because like although there was definitely people who were seasoned runners and people who weren't, we were all still running together, right? And I don't think anybody really gave me the idea that like oh they didn't want to do this anymore because they saw the people who were good at running lapping them over and over and over. 
they still kept coming back every week. You know what I mean? Even though like mm-hmm. they were getting outrun by like everybody, they still put in the effort. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that was, I saw, I got to see that myself and I thought that was pretty cool. Like, um, yeah. And so, uh, my next question is what, uh, like, okay. Like I know we're in the middle of lockdown and we have been since like November, but mm-hmm. do you have plans for coffee run still going forward into the future? Um, like plans for sure. Uh, I, do I know exactly what they are? Uh, I have to say probably not yet, but you know, as restrictions ease, I definitely want to have our coffee run events back up again. So mm. like, I don't know if we've gone to this, but like at a coffee run event, what we would have is in the beginning, it started by me just bringing coffee for everybody. So yeah. me and my brother, my wife, um, we would all like brew a huge pot of coffee multiple pots of coffee mm-hmm. and then so the first five ten minutes at coffee run is everyone gets to try this coffee um just a little shot of coffee it's not a huge like we're not drinking cups <laughs> yeah yeah um and then yeah just kind of socialize get to know someone like just say hello and just kind of improve or just widen your network and after that we would do sort of like a mini workout so i always wanted to give the chance for everyone to kind of have a leadership role. So if anyone wanted to volunteer to lead a workout, it's like, I didn't care how expert you were. I just, yeah. you know, as long as, Hey, do you want to tell people to do, to do this? Here's your chance. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so they would get up there in front of everyone and do that. So I, I love that. And then what was mandatory is we would do a little, like, I think it's like around the legislator. I think it's like just over one kilometer. Maybe a little bit more. I'm not sure. But anyways, we right. do a little loop all together. Right. And the loop was a, an idea by my brother because that way all levels could just kind of stay close to each other. And we'd mm-hmm. always have a returning point. And then again, for people who were coming with like family or need to stay close, that's an option for them to, you know, bring their family or bring their little brothers or sisters and not feel like, oh, it's hard because I, I don't have a babysitter or it's hard because you know, I don't have someone to take care of the family when I'm gone. So we just tried to make it ultra accessible in that way. Yeah. Um, and then we would end with a stretching thing. So, so yeah. And then um, what we would have is after some people would bring coffee for us. So we had Tassi coffee roasters. They bring, I think they import coffee from Southeast Asia. So from Vietnam, from Thailand, from Cambodia, from Laos, where my mm. family's from. We had another very... Like we had awesome help, actually. I just have to say from Sela Beans. So yeah. they are another company here in Winnipeg, local company. Um, so they were very generous and um, donated us a lot of coffee as well. So, and then we also had another group in Saskatoon. They donated runners to our organization. We were collecting runners for ERCOM. So it was like oh, yeah, yeah. immigrant resource community organization. Right. So we we basically did a shoe drive and we had like 50 runners donated to ERCOM for their kind of, I think it's a soccer program they have for immigrant kids here. Oh, that's incredible. So yeah, just kind of doing public events like that again, and in just include in just kind of getting the community involved as much as possible. You know, it was a, it was a real shame that it really had to, we had to put the brakes on it uh, when you did, because I just felt like um, when we had that final gathering at Central Park, I was like, wow, there's so much potential here. You know what I mean? 
Uh, mm-hmm. And that's when uh, that's when also you had the uh, person from Ercom um, collect the runners, and I remember there, you guys, uh, and you guys can check it out on their social media. Like there's that big picture of all the stuff that you'd collected, right? Um, mm-hmm. As long as well as that drone shot of all the people who had gathered too. Um, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, I keep forgetting that. Like yeah, that you guys also had that. Not only did you have a community come together. You also had the community outreach as well, which was also pretty great. Like all those initiatives are like really goes to show just how much more running can be. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And then we did a fundraiser for the MS Society as well. And we raised like thirteen hundred dollars for them. Like wow, I actually like, didn't know about that. That's a awesome. week. Yeah, Whoa, so. that's incredible. Wow, good for you yeah. guys. Yeah. So that was good too. So yeah. yeah, hopefully we can get back to doing more public events and um yeah, I don't know, maybe down the road have a coffee shop. Sheesh. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be pretty cool actually if you guys did. I'd go. No, 100%. <laughs> yeah. So so we'll see. There's uh yeah, there's a lot of plans, but the most important thing right now is um just want everyone to run. Right. And yeah. whether we be the gateway for that, perfect. Whether we just be kind of a little bit of an influencer in that sense or just kind of like a push that someone needs, fine. Um, just want everyone to run and especially the communities that need it the most. And that's, uh, that's, that's, that's another thing for me. It's communities that need it the most, mm. um, you know, people need help out there. So that's what, that's what I want coffee run to do, like to give people the, the help they need. Awesome, man. Well, you know, um, I think this is a good place to wrap things up on that note. Um, cool. Yep. No, for sure. It's been a pleasure having you on the podcast with all your insight and just bringing a new dimension and perspective to running. Like, um, I mean, these are things that I kind of have buried in my own subconscious after experiencing all these things, but bringing them uh, in the form of like you being on the podcast. And also, thank you for stepping out of your comfort zone one more time yet again and (laughs) allowing running to take you into going on to a podcast for the very first time. So again, thanks for coming on. Um, do you have uh, any social or, yeah, do you have any uh, relevant um, social media or links that you want to point people in the direction of that they want to tell them about? Yeah, I guess, you know, the main thing is this, like if anyone is, you know, believes in kind of the message that we've talked about today and kind of the spirit of Coffee Run, check us out at Coffee Run. Um, you know, that's that's really all I ask for. That's just give, give it a chance because it's one of the best things you can do for not only your own life, but the people around you and others who you have yet to meet and you never know how you can help someone. So, um, 100%. that's all I really want to say, um, with regards to physiotherapy, um, to me, it's one in the same running and physiotherapy. It's one in the same. So, you know, be as active as you can, don't underestimate the ability to um, how how your body can help you, not just physically, but mentally as well. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, that's really all I, w- I want to say. Awesome, man. Well, thank you uh, one last time for coming on to the Before Zero podcast. Uh, we're going to wrap it up right here. So this is Danilo and Aaron signing out for the Before Zero podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening one more time. And thank you one more time, Aaron, for coming on to the show. Thanks, Danilo. All right. Cheers, bro. Take care. Bye.